Celotines on the mic. Alongside Grange. Once again here at uh, Soundspace Studio. Thank you so much, Leo, for having us here and for setting everything up. Grange, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Jeez. Thank you for having me. Late night it's drive. You know? Yeah, yeah. I usually do these on the, um, in the morning. Yeah. And uh, it's a pleasure to be doing this at night with you. Uh, yeah, again. man. I would definitely consider myself a, a more of a night owl. <laughs> like, like we were talking about earlier, man. I, I tend to sleep in, so... No, and that's it's totally fine. I, I appreciate you taking the time uh, of course, to be bro. here, and uh, uh, it's great. Honestly, I've known you for like maybe like a month or two now. Yeah. And uh, thanks to Leo, you know, yeah. I really like your music. I, I Thank enjoy you. it. There's a lot to it, for real. I appreciate um, that, man. And there's so much to learn from you. And honestly, thank you. You come from uh, here. Uh, yeah, Germantown, Germantown, Maryland. Maryland yes, born sir. And Shout out Wooten. Shout out Wooten High School. Yeah, I lived across the street from uh, uh, Northwest High School. Um, I ended up going to Wooten. We get into that, but uh, yeah, shout out Wooten High School. Nice so what year uh, you graduate? I graduated in 2021. So right right when all the COVID stuff was going down was my uh, graduation year. Oh man, we could say yeah. we talk about COVID, but let's forget about all that, man. For, for yeah. Um, how did you meet Leo? I know that you were down in North Carolina, you told me, and you were hanging out with your boy Merrick. Yeah, so, well, actually, so at the time, Merrick was my engineer. Um, all summer, me and Merrick have been making music together. We had put together... Uh, a tape towards the end of the summer, uh, the Stuck In My Ways tape. But it was uh, towards the end of the summer when Merrick was going back to college and I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. Well, I was starting to figure out that I would stay home, but if I was going to stay home, I was like, you know, I really need someone to lock in with musically. And so I uh, I went on Safari and I was just like, studios near Germantown, Maryland. And I scrolled through the list. I called maybe six, seven people. And um, Leo was the first person I called that sounded like a real, like genuine dude. Um, you know, it was it was destiny almost, right? When I called Leo, you know, it was... Uh, he picked up, I booked some studio time, came through with like three of my friends, recorded one song. The mix was dope. The the vibe was great. The energy was great. Um, and ever since then, Soundspace has felt like a home to me. I was telling uh, my friends the other day, I was like, Soundspace is actually like a, a place I would consider like one of my safe spaces, you know? Like, I feel like creatively free. I feel like no one's judged here, you know? Like... Leo is uh, come one, come all, and and that means a lot to me. He always made me feel welcome right when I walk in the door. Um, along with, I brought so many of my friends here at this point, actually. Leo's probably met most of my friends. Um, just a super welcoming guy. So that's how I uh, I got initiated over here at, at Soundspace. Damn, man, that's, uh, that's special. Yeah, so special. It I don't know where I'd be without this guy. I bet it means a lot to Leo as well uh, to yeah. be working with you. And uh, that's love. That's love for real, for real. And you don't have a lot of that here. And, you know, for you to see that, you know, that safe space and for you to be here, put it in the grind or you're, you continue to do it, it means it, it speaks, it speaks volumes and yeah. your, your music shows. I mean, I appreciate that, man. You yeah. know, you're consistent and uh, that's going to continue to get you, you know, to where you want. And yeah. uh, uh, I'm proud of you, dog. I, I mean, appreciate month, that, man. A month Thank or two you. Thank you. from knowing you, it's like you, you're growing. You know, I've seen the growth. Trying, and, uh, man. Tell me about your, you, how was it growing up here in uh, Germantown, like? Uh, here in, in the Gatorsburg area, you know. Growing up in Germantown was awesome, man. I mean, I loved my childhood. I feel like Maryland's a sick area. You get a lot of different cultures. You get a lot of different people. Um, I felt like my friend group was really diverse. I met just so many different friends, like so many different people with so many different stories. Um, and that's all credited to Germantown. You know, like credit to Maryland. Like Maryland, like the DMV is just such a, so much culture is in the DMV. You know, I, I feel like it's so cool. I mean, even going to college, going to different places, it made me look back and realize how blessed I was to actually be able to grow up in this area where so many different things are prominent here that aren't anywhere else, you know? Um, even even music, like DMV music, DMV fashion, DMV, DMV everything is really, it's different from almost anywhere else, like in, in the world, you know? So it was awesome. I, I, I loved growing up. Um, you know, how was, was school like? Uh, what was your experience like in school? In school, man, shit. I always, I always had, I always had a lot of fun in school. You know, I was always, um, I've never been necessarily like uh, uh, socially awkward. I never really had an issue making friends. You know, a lot of the people. I mean, even our relationship, right when I met you, you know, we clicked. Same with yeah. Leo. Same with a lot of people I meet. I feel like I'm not necessarily hard to get along with. And so, growing up, I always had a lot of friends, a lot of people to uh, to call a friend, to be able to care for me, and I care for them. You know, uh, growing up in school, it was a lot of fun. I um. I did a lot of different things growing up. I mean, I feel like as everyone, you know, you go through chapters of life. I feel like I've been through so many different chapters at this point, you know. Um, 
It was a period of time I did uh, I did theater for a while, back in sixth grade. All throughout middle school, I was a bit of a theater kid as well as like a sports kid. So I kind of had a little bit of like the best of both worlds, you know. You say you like lacrosse and football, right? Yeah, lacrosse and football um, were the sports I played in high school. I loved basketball. I was just never very good. <laughs> basketball is my favorite sport to play. I'm mean, like. Me and the boys go play some pickup. You know, there's, there's nothing more fun. I've just never been the best. You got a favorite but, player? Favorite favorite basketball player? Yeah. Man, I love watching Curry play. I know that's a generic answer. I mean, so I'm a Houston fan. Actually, funny enough, like, when I was younger, my uh, my dad, I, I like to root against everything that my dad likes to root against. And he <laughs> he was a big Redskins, uh, now Commanders fan. Um, and he, he was diehard. So I told him I like the Cowboys. So he had me sleep outside and told me <laughs> I can't come back till I find a new team to choose. And I don't know why, but I went with the Texans. And so it was Houston everything. And so I'd say my favorite basketball player would be James Harden just because I was I was rocking with Houston, you know, from the jump. It, unfortunately, I picked Houston. You know, we've we've had a struggle of a, of, of a season ever since I became a, a Houston Texans fan. But yeah, nah, I love watching James Harden hoop. Um, I love watching sports in general. I feel like you know, you get something from sports, like a commodity, even playing sports, like being a part of a team is something bigger in sports than just the sport. I learned a lot from sports, a lot about working with others, a lot about, I feel like sports can teach you stuff that uh, you can't really learn anywhere else. You know, having to be a part of a team, having to work with other people, having a, a common goal and, and how can we best help each other to achieve that? I feel like it's something that sports taught me. Sports will also teach you a lot of if you're like me, it'll, it'll teach you humility. You know, I always thought I was the best at everything, you know, so that's kind of the mindset you have to have. But in sports, you know, like even like I was saying with basketball, you know, like sometimes you got to take a backseat. Like there might be someone better than you at the sport and just pushes me to work harder at that specific sport. So I find a lot of uh, a lot of similarities between sports and music. I feel like the uh, the level of work that I put in in music could be uh, relatively seen or compared to the work that an athlete would put in as in like, I'll put myself through drills almost of, of music. There was a, a period of time I saw a, a J. Cole interview and he was telling me he used to do this thing where he'll give himself uh, 15 minutes to make a beat and 15 minutes to write a verse. Before he even starts doing anything, it's like his warm up in the same way that when he used to hoop, he would get in the gym, shoot, fit, shoot like hundreds of shots before he'll even start, you know? So I've tried to implement um, <clears throat> like practice and implement like stuff like that into, into music. So. A lot of lessons that I've learned from sports that I uh, have carried over, you know. Sports have played a huge role in my life. And you grew up sports, music. Yeah. What, what makes you decide on music? You know, music has always been a part of me. Music has moved me. Music has been with me through up, through down, left, through right. You know, any and everything that I've ever been through, I've had music by my side, whether it's I'm it, like, you know, I mean, obviously this is a song for any mood, you know? Mm -hmm. and so music is something that has just carried with me forever. Um, it's played such a huge role in my life. You know, it wasn't necessarily a, a choice as in like, I could have taken the sports route. You know, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't necessarily good enough to go D1 anywhere, but even in high school, like, so through a lot of my life, I mean, like if you, uh, if you were to look at my Instagram on that one post I had, it's just a bunch of videos of me as mm -hmm. a kid in music. I was in chorus. I love to sing. I never really have had like anxiety or stage fright. I've always actually been like super excited to, to go perform. Yeah. yeah. And and just to present stuff that I made to others, you know, it's like it's art, you know, mm -hmm. like and I was never very good at drawing, but I felt like I could make a pretty pretty cool song. So, you know, I, I love presenting my work to others, presenting my ideas. I feel like, you know, as a human, you go through um just so many everyday emotions, mm -hmm. you know. I like like anyone else. I'm a human. I go through so much, so much on a day to day basis. Every emotion, and um, I think music really just allows me to express that. It allows me to to feel like other people are going through something with me through their music. That's why I relate to certain artists so much. Is because they've carried me through certain experiences. Just because, like you know, like I feel exactly what this guy is is saying he felt in this song. You know, mm -hmm. I have um. Like self care by Mac Miller, favorite song to date. You know, I've I've shed tears to that song. You know, I've 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 felt real real emotion to music, and and you know, I I don't know, music is just so special. You talk about Mac Miller. Uh, what are, who are some of the artists that you looked up to? Uh, yeah, growing so, up. So growing up, 
I had an interesting uh, musical background, to say the least. So growing up, I um, so I come from a, a, a really religious family. Um, growing up, it was always on ninety one point one on the radio. Always Christian music mm -hmm. in the rotation. Um, my parents didn't really like they oversaw my my. I, I didn't even get a phone until I was in middle school. So up until then, you know, whatever my parents liked was kind of what I was listening to, which was a lot of. Uh, a lot of Christian music and a lot of John Mayer and Jack Johnson. Um, fun, if you guys, anyone remembers fun. Um, yeah, that was a lot of what I listened to growing up. Then I got a phone. <laughs> and then it was all DMV music. I'm mean, like, cute to fool. Um, there was a rapper named, uh, if you guys know Simba, uh, Squeak, Swipey, um, Lil Low, No Savage. Just a lot of... <laughs> A lot of DMV music. Yo, he went from Christian or yeah, yeah, polar opposite. I, I I let loose and hit the ground running. You pulled a, a tank versus a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, yeah, fight. yeah. Um, that was that was like my phase that I went through in middle school. Just a lot of DMV uh, uh, music, which was awesome. I think there's something so cool about that. Then in high school, um, about ninth grade, um, is when I discovered Mac Miller and Tyler the Creator and and started listening to a little bit more mainstream music. Um, and that's really kind of where my, when my music interest really peaked, you mm -hmm. know? That's when I started to understand like, yo, these guys are really, really talking about something through their music. Like there's, I can get like, and not that, not that any of the artists I named weren't, but to me, I could relate to a lot of the stuff that Mac Miller, Tyler, the creator, or even Kanye or certain people were talking about certain artists. There was a, a, a big relatability to them, which made me gravitate towards their music more. So um, when I discovered, when Mac dropped Swimming, um, listened to the album, I have over 286 full listens to the album. It's a great album, man. It's, it's my Such favorite album, album ever. Yeah, um, yeah no, nah, I mean, just like, I, I think really musically, it was it was all about relatability. I mean, like, mm -hmm. and, and just the vibe. I felt like, like I lived in, me and Leo were talking about this the other day, just like, in high school, I was like, I had the, the like, music was at peak when I was a sophomore. And we was like, nah, nah, when I was a sophomore, it was peak. <laughs> I feel like different artists really represent generations really well. I mean, like, the fact that different people can feel such a connectivity to the artists that they grew up with, you know? Like, I feel like I grew up almost with Mac and with Tyler and with a lot of these artists. And then I, I know I have friends, older friends, that feel like they grew up with Kanye and with Lil Wayne and with a bunch of these other artists. So I just think, like, the way people are able to connect through music was always so gravitating towards me. Like I said, I'm a big people person. I, I love being with people. I love talking. I love getting my ideas out, being able to express myself. And music is really, the I think, just the best way to do that. The best way to be like exactly who you are in, in, in that moment, you know? And there's a lot of beauty to that. The impact behind music is massive it's for in, you. I can, I can tell. I can tell you the, the way you're speaking about it. Uh, you have so much lyric to it. Yeah. You're, you're a lyrical. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, being, you know, before we started the pod, uh, you know, you were reading. Yeah. You know, you're, you know, basically what you write. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Throughout the days, and that just shows a lot, you know, and you talk about, you know, Mac Miller. Uh, how did it impact you, you know, knowing that, you know, he, you, know you lost him? Yeah, no, nah, that was... Well, that you was didn't lose one. him completely because yeah, this yeah, music no, no, lives no, no. on, I mean, but... Music, the, how was that you for know, you, know, we man? may die, the art lives on forever. I think that's a... A real cool statement, but um, nah, that that was definitely super impactful for me. Mac was the uh, the first artist death that that really relatively shook me. It almost felt like I lost a friend. Um, but it almost it made me appreciate his music that much more because I felt so personally like, oh my god, like it felt like I lost a friend, you know. Mm -hmm. But in the same way, like it felt like I lost a friend, and it's a guy who I've never met, you know, like someone who was able to articulate himself so well through music that I felt like I knew him on a personal level that, yeah, I mean, he definitely made a big impact uh, uh, when he died. You no, know, it was so unfortunate. Uh, same with a lot of different artists. I mean, even like, even Juice, I wasn't the biggest Juice World. I mean, I, I love Juice's music, but even when Juice World died, you know, that was like, wow, like, it's just, I don't know, it's a horrible thing. Like to, it really feels like you lose a friend and, and, and that just goes to, like show me at least that showed me how incredible that their music was that they could leave so many people feeling like they lost a loved one almost you know like mm -hmm. I, I I've lost family members and it's and I've lost a lot of people in my life and and when I lost Mac Miller it's it's not any different it felt like I lost someone who was mm -hmm. a part of my life you know and so 
Yeah. I remember that day uh, I was, we were driving to uh, Delaware, uh, just the beach, mm-hmm. and it was so cloudy, bro. And next thing you know, you know, Mac Miller just passes. Mm-hmm. And it was cloudy. It started raining. And you ever notice when someone passes away, it's like, just yeah, rains and, and yeah. shit out there. Yeah, know, it was just sad, 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 and and it sucks, you know, that a lot of these artists, you know, pass away uh, for circumstances, you know, that that you know you shouldn't lead yourself to, and um, yeah. you know, R.I.P. Uh, Mac Miller, and you know, R.I.P. Everybody, anybody else is, you know, that's in this industry, yeah, you know, because it's it's big industry. There's so much going on, and you know, and you've done so much work here uh, with uh, Leo uh, Soundspace Studio, and yeah. overall. Uh, tell me a little bit about how does it feel to develop as an artist here on the DMV. I mean, you, you talk so much about how great it is, you know. Yeah. Damn, like, I'm, you have you have a fan base, my bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, you nah. got people, like, <laughs> looking up to you. And it's like, that's… It's incredible. Um, That's big. Definitely making music, uh, trying to develop a sound. It, it honestly was a… It was never necessarily… I think difficult would be the wrong word. It was more of like an exciting thing to do. And I'm still developing. I develop every day, you know, but originally, specifically from like a DMV standpoint, you know, like the DMV rappers that I named, the people that I would say rep DMV, like Shy Glizzy, Q the Fool, a lot of these DMV artists, my music does not sound the same. And and like I said, it's relatively, there's a lot of like topics of discussion that they talk about that I can't necessarily relate to, that a lot of DMV music has a certain feel to it that I might not necessarily be able to relate to. But that being said, the, the impact and the culture of the music, you can almost, at least I hope, you can feel it a little mm-hmm. bit in my music that, you know, I am from the DMV. I rep Maryland so hard. I love Maryland. Everywhere I go, I tell people Maryland's <laughs> the best state, you know. We got a little bit of everything. And, and in my music, I want to make Maryland proud for sure. I mean, um, but yeah, you know, developing as an artist, I feel like it's a... It's developing as a person almost as it is developing as an artist. I find out a lot through a lot about myself through music even listening to songs that I've uh I've wrote in the past that when I was writing it I didn't necessarily know what I was talking about I listened to it a month or two later and, and I'm like wow I actually know exactly what I was talking about it, it like came to fruition in my own life almost and um you know I think developing as an artist like I said is it, it's developing as a human and it's me developing every day and it's me working through different emotions and and how do I work through those emotions and, and what's my process and um, as a human, you you grow and you change, and I'm not the same person I was two years ago, and I'm not the same person I was yesterday, you know. And so, I think um, within my music, I'd like to see a lot of growth and change, and into a bunch of different directions. And, and you can ask Leo. There was like a, a month period where I would come in here and I'd be like, "Today I'm feeling this vibe," and we would work on something like that. And then the next day, today I'm feeling this vibe, and it's a polar opposite thing. And but I think that's so beautiful that like you know you can touch on so many different things and so many different ways you know a different drum pattern will bring out a completely different feel than if we were to just do this or if we were to use these hi-hats at this rate it'll make me feel this instead of that and there's so much feeling in music and i think really just you know even with leo i think leo's been a big part of the development in my sound i mean obviously but working with him on a consistent basis i try to i i probably annoy the shit out of leo i text him (laughs) at least five times a day i try to call leo daily you know like Having that relationship with Leo, who who also is watching my music, I feel like he's able to watch it grow and help me grow and point me in a good direction because I feel like he knows my music and knows me as an artist as well as I know myself, if not better. And I feel like that's crucial to have a connection with someone, Leo, whether it be Merrick, like we mentioned in the beginning, like certain people around me that really are able to help me on that growth, on that pattern and be able to tell me, yo, you're on to something with this or oh, maybe not that one again, yeah. you know? And, and 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 it's cool and it's awesome. I think there's going to be a lot of development. I think the summer's going to be a big one. Um, having Merrick back home, being able to work on the sound all day, you know, uh, um, it's going to be huge. And yeah. How's the relationship with you and Merrick? With me and Merrick, man, Merrick's my guy, man. Merrick is, Merrick is like uh, what to call uh, borderline my creative director behind as far as uh, production, as far as even stuff down. I mean, you know, like we're still in, we're still in stage one of everything. And mm-hmm. so um, just in everything as in like the music in general, but we have a ton of big ideas, big plans. Merrick creatively is on another level, you know, he'll come to me. He, he sees things in music that, that I'm not able to see that others aren't able to see. It's a gift. It's a talent. And um, he's putting me on, he's helped the sound a lot, you know, uh, 
even when I met him, before I met him, I was all using all YouTube beats, um, strictly YouTube beats. I met Merrick. He played. He he like he's in. A, he 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 was introduced to me as an engineer, mm-hmm. not as a producer. So I um I was hanging out with him at his house a lot over summer, just recording stuff. And one day he kind of slipped it in there, like, "Yo, you've been over here a lot. We're starting to become boys." Like I I produce too. If you would ever want to listen to some beats. I listened to maybe three beats I wrote to all three that night. <laughs> and and just like that, it was, yo, man, I need another beat, dog. I need another beat. I need another beat. And so that was all last summer. Uh, I kind of had Merrick all by my side. You know, me and Merrick versus the world, just making music almost almost every day. You know, it's it's awesome. And we relatively, we were developing a sound that we didn't even know we were developing, which turned out to be stuck in my ways. That whole project that we did was kind of like the sound that we had done together over the summer. Um, and if you listen, I, I've taken down some of my music. But if you if you go back on SoundCloud, you can hear the uh, the developing stages of my music, and you can hear right when I met Merrick, and right when I hopped on Merrick's beats, everything started to click a little bit more. And even even then, when I met Leo, it started to click a little bit more. And I feel like the whole process of it, it, it everything kind of falls together in a perfect place. And you know, like trusting God that He'll put me in the right situation at the right time. And I think Merrick is one of those pieces. Is, he was a godsend, you know, like the way I met him, what he's done for my music and what we're going to do with music is going to be incredible. So, no, nah, I love the fact that you mentioned God because, you know, he definitely provides and always, man. You know, you talk about artists around the area. Are there any artists that you like to work with? I know you work with your boy, uh, Mangeli, a lot. Yeah, man, Mangeli. Shout out, Mangeli. Uh, I met Mangeli at CarMax, actually, where I've been working <laughs> recently. Uh, Mangeli's the guy, man. Yeah, there are a lot of artists who I would like to work with. Um, you know, even uh, a couple off the top. A lot of people that come here, I, I like. I've met through Sound Space. I mean, um, I'd like to work with Spaz. I think it'd be really interesting to try and work with a, a artist in a completely different genre of music. Um, Leo has a girl come through here named Milan. I really like her music. Uh, it's re- it's really melodical, just like super cool. Puts you in a mood. Um, Dell Dell Mac. I'd like to work with him. Um, I worked with my boy Ace of G on a on a song before. That was awesome. My guy's super talented. You should check him out. Shout out, um, shout out. Shout out Ace of G, man. Shout out Dell. Shout out Milan. Shout Paso. out Spaz. Yeah. Paso Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. Domingo. Damn, yeah, Domingo, nah, Domingo. It's was, trademark, man. That's, nah, for real. It is trademark. Nah, he, uh, we had a uh, episode podcast series with him here too. And uh, it was great working with him. And, yeah. you know, uh, so many artists here in the DMV, like you continue to say. And uh, to have people like Leo, you know, here in the DMV, here in, in yeah. the heart, literally, of the DMV, you know, to be able to work with him, it's, it's just... It's special, man. It's awesome, man. Like, you're talking about all these artists that you're meeting, mm-hmm. you know, and you could potentially, you know, work with. It. It's cool that you're shouting them out, too. I mean, yeah. it really speaks volumes about yourself. Uh, I noticed that, that there are artists, there are artists from other areas that can contact you to be, you know, mm-hmm. you know, to for you to be you know, yeah. featured on their songs. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Ecstatic, man. It makes, <laughs> it makes me more happy than it makes them. I can promise you that, man. It's surreal. It's so surreal. Any and everyone who DMs me, it, it's it's just a surreal feeling. I honestly can't even put it into words. It's like watching dreams and hard work come to fruition right in front of my eyes. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's wild. Like, I'll I, I, I be, I be like trying to stay ground level. You know, like I, I approach it very humbly. You know, like... um. It's ridiculous. I mean, it, it means so much to me that someone could listen to my music and then hit me and be like, yo, I, I've had people hit me like, I, I really want to work with you so bad. I love your sound. I love this, this, and this. And it's just crazy to me. I have kids from other states, other cities telling me that my music's in, impacted them in some sort of way. And to me, that's that's just wild. It's it's like breathtaking, you know? I, I remember um, the first kid to ever DM me, my boy, It's Savio. Uh, on Graham. Shout out Savio. My my guy. My day one. He's the first guy that ever DM'd me talking about uh, the song I wrote called By a Thread. I wrote that song in my Such dorm Such a room. good song, by the way. Thank you. I um My favorite. Thank you. Thank for real, for real. I told you that day, remember? Yeah. That was... That's the first song that I ever wrote and recorded. Um, that just makes you feel, bro. I appreciate that, feel. man. Yeah, I was going through a lot of emotion at that time. I had recently gone through a breakup. Um, You know, and like I said, I'm a human. I go through every emotion. Yeah. And emotion is real. Emotion is raw. And like I like I was sharing with you guys, I, I, I like to write when I'm 
when I'm in my bag, no matter I'm in a happy bag, sad bag, whatever it is, I think writing is, is a beautiful thing, being able to express yourself and, and how you feel at a certain moment that you'll never get back, you know? And so By a Thread was the first song that I ever wrote. I recorded it on my Xbox mic. Um, recorded <laughs> it through uh, through GarageBand. Mixed it by myself. Had no clue what I was doing, just playing with stuff. But I don't know, it was something in that moment that felt like, like, destiny almost like this is what I'm meant to be doing it's like it feels like it's an undescribable feeling it's like it's like psychedelic almost it's like unearthly you know it's just incredible and um yeah man there's something about it but yeah back to it back to dms and stuff like that fan interaction I had a um I had a, a girl hit me up the other day telling me uh hey my boyfriend's a, a big fan of yours And for his birthday, I wanted to surprise him. I wanted to get him a, a vinyl record of, of some of your songs. Like he has these six songs that he really liked. I was going to transfer them to a vinyl. And I wanted to get like uh, the cover art of, uh, she named a couple of songs, Your Love, a couple others, um, to put on the vinyl front and back. And she was like, do you think that would be okay? Like, I don't want to get copyrighted. And my jaw was on the floor. Like, <laughs> this is wild. Like, are you serious? Like... It's nuts, man. Just like the fact that someone someone wanted their boyfriend's birthday present to be a vinyl of my music, you know, that's like, wow, man. That means so much that's to me. Priceless. Like, pr priceless. For I real, mean, like all, yeah. any and everyone that's supporting my music that 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 takes the time out of the day to listen to my music, even send me a message. I mean, like, really don't understand. That's what keeps me going. I mean, like, I wake up in the morning. Posting music is hard, you know. Posting my first song is a relatively difficult thing. I mean, like, like I said, I'm. I, I'm good with dealing with other people's thoughts about my myself. Mm -hmm. I know who I am. I'm secure with who I am. That being said, at the end of the day, I'm a human, man. Being judged is hard for any and everyone. And posting my first song and anyone who's posting music, you know, that's a really hard thing. You have to almost accept judgment. And, and, and it's a fear almost, you know. So posting my first song and, and getting the reaction that it got was just ridiculous, you know. It meant so much to me and it... It all it was it was life changing, you know. I mean, it was life changing, and and I'm sitting here talking to you because of it, you know. And oh, I, yeah. you know, it was one of those things where it's like to everyone listening who wants to make music, man, drop your songs, man. People want to listen. You got something to say. You're unique, you know. Like, I think it's super important that if you want something, you got to do it. Don't let fear hold you back, because um, it's at least for me. I mean, like, I feel like I'm in the beginning stages. I feel like it's just getting started, but. This whole, like, it's completely changed the direction of my life for the better. It's, it's made me mature. It's made me grow as a person. It's made me find out so much more about myself, find out so much more about others, you know? M music is a beautiful thing. What's like, your goal in this industry? Man, my goal in this industry is, is to make other people feel accepted, feel loved, feel good, feel like they can listen and vibe. You know, I feel like setting goals is a... Not necessarily a negative thing. It's good to have goals and it's good to have somewhere where you're trying to get to. But specifically in music, you know, there's no such thing as a failure. I feel like same thing in art, you know, that like we were talking about earlier. If you paint a picture, just because someone doesn't like it doesn't mean there are pictures that make no sense to me that are worth millions of dollars. And so in music, I feel like it's kind of hard to set goals. Like it's kind of, I feel like setting goals can kind of set you up for disappointment. I've mm. set goals in the past where it's like, okay, I'm going to drop this single and my goal is for it to get 10,000 streams. And then it gets 2,000 and I'm feeling sad. But then I'm like, all right, hold on. Dude. I just got 2,000 people streaming my song. You know, like there's no such thing as a loss. And even if no one streamed it, the song helped me. It helped me get through a point where I was at. So I feel like really just my goal is to let others feel like I can help them in some sort of way, expressing whatever emotion it is that they're feeling. Whether that's why, I, like, like I said, I like making all different kinds of music, no matter what emotion I'm in, no matter what I'm feeling, because you know, at the end of the day, everyone's a human and everyone goes through every emotion. And so it's, it's good to have a variety of music. Um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously my end goal, you know, it, it would be nice for everything to, to oh, work wow. out, to yeah. be successful, to, I'd love to be able to make music and be able to make enough money off of music to just make music and to focus on making music. I'd say that would be a goal. But even then, you know, like it, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm not tripping off it. I've, If 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 the music thing were to end today, I've it's changed me. You know, it's made me a better person. So damn man, that's that's huge. Yeah, honestly, because uh, 
you dropping out of uh, college is like yeah. for you to take on this, you know, on this path is yeah, it just speaks volumes. I mean, you went to I went to Boulder. Boulder Shout out Boulder, Colorado, Colorado, right? Yeah. How Shout was that? How was that experience like? Dog, Colorado is the most beautiful place on earth. Aside from Maryland, Colorado is my my next favorite state for <laughs> sure. There's so much natural beauty in Colorado, and going to college really actually like. That was one of the the biggest things mentally for me. Um, in high school, like I said, back to the whole judgment thing, I loved music. I was just like too scared to face the face what my peers had to say. You know, like I didn't want anyone's feedback on anything, and and I felt like I would be judged, and I felt like well, uh, you know, like you could go you go down these rabbit holes in your mind of like, is that are people gonna think this of me, that of me, that? And in high school, I let it get to me, and and. I, I don't regret many things, but that's one of my regrets. I wish I had started music earlier. I wish I didn't let other people's opinions affect what I want to do. But when I got to Boulder, um, for the first time ever in my entire life, I was alone to a degree. You know, like I had friends. I had I had friends that I had met at college, you know. But other than that, you know, my my I could be whoever I wanted. I'm a new person, you know. Mm -hmm. No one knows me. And, and, and why not make music? Why not be Jack Grange, the artist, you know, like? Let me step away from this judgment. So I think being at Boulder really pushed me. And then also, so I didn't necessarily want to take the fraternity route. I um, I don't know, nothing against anyone if you're in a fraternity. But for me, I, I just felt like I could do a little bit more in college. There was a lot of stuff like mentally that I wanted to work out, specifically about music, specifically about making something and, and being creative and, and letting go of certain things that I felt have held me back. Um, And like I said, I was just getting out of a relationship where that took a big toll on me too. It was kind of like I put all my, put all the eggs in one basket kind of thing. And um, being able to just be set free and be by myself for the first time ever. And I'm not depending on anyone and no one's depending on me. And I got to make my own choices. There was that freedom in college that I never had before that really just jump-started the whole music thing. Um, yeah, man, Boulder, it was insane. You know, I made some relationships that'll last a lifetime and and where it got me it, it played a huge role in this entire thing if i had never gone to boulder i don't know if i'd be making music damn yeah, yeah. that's cool man cool uh it's cool that you you had that experience that, yeah. you know, and that it's led you to where you're at now yeah uh let's talk about some of your music that you have uh Love you know, to. We, we already talked about buy a thread uh, buy a thread man that, that, that's honestly just when you say i'm just hanging by a thread just that itself is like you're literally just hanging like there's no nah. For real, man. I um. Tell me about the coming up with that. Uh, well, you did talk about that already. It, that was feed. Uh, it was feed someone named Sid. Sid. Yeah, Sid was this um, this girl I used to hang out with in college, and and back when I uh was on the music stuff, she could sing real well, and so I was like, all right, you gotta you gotta do a background <laughs> vocal a on the good track. Job, you know, yeah. like you gotta do a background vocal, and so after a couple of weeks of convincing, she finally decided to hop on, and um, she hopped on in 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 the background, and and yeah, she came on um. As far as writing it though, like I said, that was my first mm -hmm. uh, song that I ever wrote. So I definitely took some time with that one. Um, I, I'm a writer. I like to write a lot. I think writing is great. It's beautiful. I think talking and voice memos, I have over 500 voice memos. I'll pull out my phone and just talk. I feel like it's good to get your thoughts out. It's good to get stuff out. And so um, circling back to that relationship I was in, I had written a lot about it. I had a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions, a lot of things I was going through that... Um, I wasn't necessarily, I was having a really hard time processing it. So, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna find a beat and I'm gonna write a song and and I'm gonna write about what I'm feeling right now, relatively metaphorically. I spent a decent amount of time writing that. I would come home every single day after class, go straight to my dorm, play the beat on loop and just hum melodies, hum, hum different words until I really found the words that worked for me. And I feel like at that moment, at that time and space, I really was hanging by a thread like I, I was really like dude I'm barely holding on right now I just lost this person that meant the world to me and and I don't know what to do with myself and like I said like for the first time I was alone and and at the time it wasn't necessarily a good thing I mean I loved college I had a great time but you know when you're alone with yourself and you got some demons to face you got to face them and I think through by a thread allowed me to face a lot of demons one-on-one -on -one. And, and and that song really really like Even dropping it took a lot out of me. There was so much stuff through that song that I um I really worked through. And so that song will forever be super special to me. Um, yeah, man, that's a dope record. Nah, very, very special song. And I, the other single I was looking at was Abulaila. 
Abuela Freestyle, Abuela man. Freestyle, man. You went nuts on that one, dog. Shout out, Lace <laughs> man. You were nuts. Lace. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Thank you, man. That, um, so there's a funny story behind that name. Um, my boy Lace, <laughs> my best friend in college, really. Um, when I started making music, you know, I told him, I was like, I always want you to keep it real with me. Like, let me know how you feel about the music. And he'll tell me, dude, this song sucks. Like, <laughs> this is, you got to do better, you know? Like, yeah. you would keep it real. And literally every single song I dropped up until Abelair Freestyle, he didn't he didn't shit on me. He wasn't a bad friend by any means. But he'll tell me, like, you know, I think it could use improvement in this area, this area, and this area. You're trying to be a good friend. I sent him, uh, at the time, it was just Untitled 105, whatever, you know? I sent him that record. And he responded. He was like, this is your best song yet. Was there? I have no feedback. I have nothing. Like this is the one, you know. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm naming it Abelayla Freestyle." Like I'm gonna name it after him, due to like you know he's been my biggest critic for a little while. Um, at that time where I was with music, and uh, that's for him to say he liked the record was it meant a lot to me. Um, and then yeah, man, that that one I uh, I stumbled across that beat. That's a YouTube beat. That's actually like the third one I ever recorded with Merrick. Um, it was a Migos type beat. And I was bumping uh, Six Foot, Seven Foot by Lil Wayne. I was bumping just a lot of Wayne that day. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me spaz. <laughs> like, I've been dropping songs like By a Thread. And I've, if you go through my SoundCloud, really, it was the music I was dropping at that point in time. There's a lot of, a lot of like, <sighs> relatively sad music. You know, relatively, that's the emotion I was at. I believe with Freestyle, I got home for the summer. I was like, no, let me let me let them know I can rap, man. Let me I, switch it up. Let me yeah, switch, let me it, switch up. it up. You pull so, a switch. Yeah, nah. That that was a dope song. That was a lot of fun to make. I free it's I believe freestyle. I freestyled that song 80% of it. I mean, me and Merrick were just going through beats um on YouTube at that time. He hadn't told me he's a producer yet. Um that what a, beat. What about the cover? The cover, that's me and Lath on a hike in Boulder. Um, what's going on with that cover, man? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I love the though. Me and me and Lath were on a hike in Boulder. Um, we came across this uh this reservoir, like in the middle of a mountain. Like it was the coolest thing ever. And uh we snapped the legendary photo. And I figured, you know, if it's gonna be Abelea Freestyle, it's gotta be me and Lath. And I think that was the most legendary photo we have. So And it makes it look like like the name in a way. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like that's the feeling it gave that's, off. That's you know, the I'm, feeling, yeah. So I really, I really do fuck with that. And, I appreciate um, that, man. Another yeah. single is uh 1230. 1230, Ooh. man. Yeah. December. 1230. December boy. December 30th, man. Tell me about that song. Yeah, man. That song, I had um I'd been listening to a uh a lot of Joey Badass that day. Um, and he had a bar, uh since 9-5, mama been working 9-5. And I was like, yo, that's such a hard bar. And I was like, well, since 12.30, I've been up since 12. It was 12.30 at night. I was going through beats on YouTube, listening to music in the background, kind of just trying to find something. And that beat came on. And right when it came on, I said, since 12.30, I've been up since 12.30. Every day working late night, and then get it off the early. And then I just kind of started putting the record together. Um, yeah, I made that one in my basement, man. That one was a vibe. Uh, that was just a vibe, man. You mentioned uh, your mother there. You mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, a lot know. of bars I'm going to say for my mom. You know, I, um, what, I've written you, several songs about my mom that I've yet to record. I've yet to do anything for it because I uh, I want to save them for when I know the, the music's going to be a little bit bigger and my mom can get the attention that she deserves. My mother does everything for me. Both of my parents. I would not be in the situation that I am. You, you speak of dropping out of college. That's something that holds a lot of people back. Uh being able to pursue the dream, you know, strictly because of their parents or because of a certain situation that they're in that that prohibits them. And and I'm in a very blessed, a very unique privilege where I have, like, it's a privilege. I am blessed to be in the situation that I've fallen into. I have parents that love and care about me and they want to see me. They see the passion. They see the time and the effort and the energy spent into the music. And specifically, uh, I mean, my mom and dad, but specifically my mom, you know, um, she definitely, it was definitely important to her that I, that I'm in school and that I'm, that I'm getting an education and getting a degree and coming back to her and telling her like, mom, like, I know what I want to do. You know, like, I really want to spend a year or two really focusing in on this. I think I could go far. I, I think I can create something and having her trust. And, and that's all I needed to say. You know, she told me like, I believe you, you're working hard. You're, she, she had never really seen me care about something the way I cared about music. And 
for her to even believe in me, for my own parents to believe in me is crazy. I mean, I have, I have friends who, whose parents have literally kicked them out of their house because they wanted to pursue music and, and whether it was an instrument that was too loud or for whatever reason, they uh, they weren't supported by their parents. And, and I feel like you need a, a foundation, a support system to get any anything going. And so my my parents and, and my brothers are are not only my, my foundation and my support system, but my biggest fans, um, you know, and specifically like with my mom, you know, she's been through a lot in life. You know, I've had a lot of stuff go down with my mom and you know, I, I want nothing but the best for her. I feel like I owe her the world. She gets me any and everything. You know, she does whatever she can to make me happy. She made so many countless sacrifices. And, you know, I all I want to do is pay her back. As I feel most people do, you know, I feel like yeah. when I talk to anyone about their mother, you know, they're doing a lot of stuff for their mother. But, you know, no one's Jane Grange, you know, like me and as my mom, you know, it's yeah, one of a shout kind out, woman. Shout out to all the moms out there, yeah, especially in this month. Of May. Yeah, Mother's, man, Mother's Day coming up. Mother's Day coming up. Gonna uh, get you something nice, mama, I promise. <laughs> Shout out to all the mamas out there, definitely on your month. Uh, continue, yeah. You know, they're special. You know, there's not there's nothing better than a mom. Nothing. You know, she she literally carries you for nine months. And everything, man. It's just it's just crazy. It's just I crazy, mean, so, you know. My mom's you're making me think about my mom right now, man. <laughs> nah, I mean, like, Sheesh. family really is yeah, everything, family is you know? special, man. And, and, I mean, even diving a little bit deeper into family, my brothers, I have two younger brothers, Colin and Gavin, shout out Colin and Gavin. Man, let me tell you, it was one time um, I was uh, I was doing a little experimenting um, in the psychedelic realm and uh, just going through some music with with my boy, just listening to some stuff that I, I was listening to. And we're peeping my monthly listeners and, and some stuff and we're on, uh, we're on SoundCloud and we're seeing like, who's streamed my songs. It'll tell you like the user that streamed your song the most. And, I, and I'm with my little brother. I'm with both, I'm with my little brother. And um, I'm like, one guy had listened to my songs like four or five times more than anyone else. <laughs> like I'm talking like 600, 700 spins on like, I only had seven songs at the time, you know? Like I'm like, whoever this guy is, user 103, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that's my, that's my boy. That's my best friend. And Gavin, my, my youngest brother, he was like, wait, read, Read the numbers again. One zero. We read it. It matched up. It was his account. It was him, man. <laughs> he and didn't even my, know his username. <laughs> and even that, like That's that so cool. in and of itself, like yeah. we, we talk back, circle back to like what it means to have like other people support, like like fans DMing me. Man, my own little brothers, like that's crazy to me. It means so much to me, like more than they'll ever be able to know. It, it, it it's there's so many things that keep me going on this on this music path. But you know, like m my brothers, we talk about goals. We talk about stuff like that, man. Like. I feel as if I've accomplished my goal. I got my brother and all of his friends bumping my music, man. That means more to me than anything else. You know, I'll, my brothers know all the words to my songs. And like I said, there's a lot of family that is not, you know, like having your family support, it, it, it can take you far in life. You know, it can take you very far. And I appreciate my family and my brothers and everyone uh, involved in my life to be able to allow me to get to the point that I'm at. And uh Hopefully we're only going up, you know? Nah, yeah, man, that's special. Family definitely special. Um, you come out with an album in September 19th, of yeah. 2022, yep. Stuck In My Ways. Stuck In My Ways. Tell me about that that album. Man, so- You have uh, uh, seven songs, right? Seven songs, yeah. So uh, first off, shout out again, my little brother, Colin, designed the cover art. Um, very, very nice, by the way. I love all your cover art. Thank you, man. That means a lot. Colin designs almost all of them. If Colin didn't design it, my cousin Penn designed it. Shout out, Penn. I try and keep, like I said, man, I'm a family man. I try and keep a lot in the family. Um, yeah, even down to the cover art. Um, I was going over it with Colin a little bit. He's in a digi dig uh, digital design class. Um, talking about how I wanted to make it. I wanted to kind of represent it like someone's trying to get out of the path that they're in, but they can't necessarily seem to find a way out. And so I think he, he went up to his room for a couple of hours and was just working on some shit. And he came back down and... Uh, it was that picture of like a guy stepping through a mirror, but he was walking right back through the mirror, you know? And I was like, dog, that's it. Like, that looks so fire, you know? Like, I like it a lot. So, um, yeah, man, that record was dope. That was a collection of all the songs that me and Merrick, the kind of sound that we had built over the summer. We didn't even necessarily, when we started making that, we didn't know what we were making. We weren't making it, intending on it to become a project, really. We listened back and we were like, wow, this summer you've you've been throughout me. I've been throughout a relative similar emotions, a relative similar, there's a sound structure, there's similarity here, there's components and elements. Like, dude, we might have a tape on our hands. And so 
we listened through, we uh we went over the music again and, and you know we put together a dope project. I mean, um even off the bat with the, the song Oftentimes, um Merrick uh he made that beat. Um the the sample of that beat is uh it's the woman say, Here I am. It's kinda like uh when when he sent me the beat, he was like, yo, like this is a perfect we were going over the music we didn't even realize one of those things where you make it and you look back on it you're like i didn't even notice that um throughout the lyrics i'm kind of talking about like i feel like i'm stuck in my ways like you know I, i've been battling with this this and this but then there comes the course like here i am all alone fear no man i lost my seat so here i stand and all my life i felt misunderstood and um the whole back to the sample the, it's a it's a choir sample of here i am it's kind of like, here i am god like take me as i am like i am a sinner i am flawed i am I am this. I've been stuck in my ways, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm I'm trying to get out, but I need help. I need guidance, and so that was kind of how we came up with the name. Was listening, sorry, listening to that song um, a couple times, just listening, trying to find, not trying to find meaning. The meaning found us almost, you know. It, it was like beautiful when we kind of put two and two together and realized what we were going for. Um, and going down the track list, you know, it's there are a bunch of songs that kind of stuck to this message of. You know, I, I I felt like there's been something about myself that I want to change, but it's felt so hard for me to change. I, I feel like I've been stuck in a, in a loop almost of I'm trying to change and then it doesn't work. And then I give up on myself and then I get motivation and I'm trying to change and then I give up and it doesn't work. And, you know, I was kind of stuck in that loop even back when I got to Boulder of like when I was writing by a thread, when I was writing all that music, I felt stuck in my ways. Like I can't get out of this path. I can't break it. And honestly, that album was therapeutic to me, like making that, creating that allowed me to get unstuck out of my ways for real. That was really like the, that album, that music, just everything about it really was what advanced me to to allow, to talk about development, to allow me to develop, to allow me to to get to the point where I'm at, you know? That's dope, man. Thank uh, you. No, very, very, very good album. Thank I, you, man. I, I, I really like it. Lot. I've been listening to it lately. I love uh, the song, I Gotta. I Gotta, Such man. a good song, yeah. That, I Gotta, and I love that you say that. I think I told you just the other yeah. day. yeah. I gotta was probably my favorite song off the whole off the whole thing, and not that it didn't get the love that I wanted, but you had a couple <laughs> songs like like so now I kind of knew was gonna do the the best, you know. I kind of mm-hmm. figured it's got a, a more mainstream appeal, it's got a more, but to me, I gotta was like um, that's actually funny enough. That's the only beat Merrick didn't make on the tape. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that that song was dope. Very man. nice song, yeah. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I, I love that record. What's next? Tell me. Uh, what you got coming up? Coming up, man. I got a project with uh, my man, Man Jelly. We're releasing like a five five song tape coming up. Uh, should be out within the next two three weeks. Um, I got a concert August fifth. We are gonna be lit. We're gonna what? turn oh, up. Oh man, I'm just now finding that out. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. They, you're finding that out here they, on Settle Views. They're just finding it out too, man. Let's I go. Really made an announcement what? of it yet, but August fifth at the Pie Shop in DC. Um, it's gonna be electric, man. I'd love to see any and everyone out there. I think even that is kind of the next step is uh, moving it onto the stage. You know, connecting with people through through on the stage, being able to perform. Like, yeah, you can make music. That's one thing, but can you perform? You know. And like I said, man, I grew up doing theater. I grew up doing chorus. I, I've been on stage a lot, and um, I'm so excited, man. I'm so excited I'm to excited. connect with I'm everyone. Excited, man. Nah. You can ask Leo, man. I'll come in here and I'll give him little performances. <laughs> I'll make him sit through. I'll I'll play stuck in my ways. Actually, I'll go through the whole. I'll be like, Leo, this is the song I'm gonna walk out to and start turning up. You know, like we'll have a great time in here. Nah, I bet Leo. I'm pretty sure Leo appreciates. Nah, I, I know, appreciate I know. you, man. Like crazy. Uh, how can uh, anybody uh, anybody that wants to look you up on the socials? Uh, Social media, man. Um, Jack underscore Grange on Instagram. Um, underscore underscore Grange on TikTok. On Twitter, it's underscore Grange. Um, I'm big on Instagram. It's probably my biggest platform. I post a lot on TikTok. I have a YouTube account. I honestly couldn't tell you what the username is. Just type in Grange and something will come up. Um, yeah, those are all my socials, man. Um, I want to have some more music videos coming out. A lot more music. Uh, Merrick gets home. He's been at college playing lacrosse, man. Shout out, Merrick. Um, his team actually, I'm going to tell you this, uh, Leo. They made the, uh, the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Let's go, Merrick. Um, clap it up, clap it up. But once he gets home, I think uh, creatively that'll be dope. Having someone else by my side to work with on music. I feel like music is, it should be a collective thing to a degree. I mean, like, I, I think it's beautiful when you can share a vision with someone. And I think me and Merrick see the same picture within music. Uh, we're able to create a dope sound, a dope, dope everything. And so I'm really excited to have him back. There's going to be so much more new music coming. Um, 
dropping a song on SoundCloud tomorrow. Mr. Johnson on Audius and SoundCloud. Um, hype for that. That's an indie song. Switching it up a little bit. I'm excited to listen indie to, to that. Indie to a degree, yeah. Yeah, nah, man. It's, it's, it's a lot coming up. A lot coming up. A lot to look forward to. A lot of new music. Uh, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, any special message out there that you want to give out to the youth or anybody out there? Yeah, man. Don't don't let the fear of failure stop you from starting, you know? Um, to a lot of people, a lot of my friends even, people I know, if you have a dream, man, go chase it. You only get one life and you don't want to look back saying, oh, why didn't I do this or why did I, you know, like, just go go get what you want to get. Go actively pursue it and, and stay consistent. Consistency is key. I found that out with music more than anything, you know? You're, it's not good enough to just make one song a month and call it that, you know, because there's someone, there's me working every night, you know, I'm coming for you, you know, and and vice versa. I I, I think Kanye said it, you know, he said, what you know about making seven beats a day for, for seven summers straight before he popped off and that spoke volume to me, you know, like I've been making music for about a year now, uh, like, and it's been like, um, why hasn't this happened yet? You know, like, nah, you know, we're just getting started. It, consistency is key. Stay with what you're doing, you know? Don't give up. Just because something didn't happen yet, don't stop, you know? Keep going. Uh, yeah. Uh, special message out there, man. Uh, that, that's that's special. Appreciate uh, you, man. Anything you want to add uh, at the moment? I'd like to ask the, the guests, you know, if there's anything, any special. I know you have a lot of, like, a big fan base, you know? Uh, yeah, man. Nah, I appreciate all the fans. I appreciate any and everyone. I don't even like, people get mad when you call them fans to a degree. I don't like calling call my call fans. Them? I call them my supporters, man. Supporters, okay. People that support me. Anyone that's supporting me, family, friends, any and everyone, just people that are supporting yeah, me, man, support. I appreciate y'all so much. The reason I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face, thanking God I'm so blessed, man. I I love it. Um, you know, I promise there's more music to come, and I, I promise if you're rocking with me, I'm rocking with you, so. No, Grange, thank you so much for being here on our fellow views. A special shout out to Aero Park Torn and Auto Repair. Yeah. Aero Park Auto Body, if you guys need your vehicles towed, repaired, if you're ever in a collision, God, hopefully not, just come on by. We'll be able to assist 301 948 7997. And uh, again, shout out to Soundspace shout out Studio. Video. Shout out to Soundspace Studio. Uh, thank you for putting, putting us on here with uh, uh, Grange. Yeah. Uh, honestly, you're an inspiration to, I to many. That, bro. Thank you so much. Because uh, it's not easy, man. It's not easy to nah. leave school. You know, I never started college. You yeah. feel me? So, you know, I don't even know the experience of it. Uh, but I can only imagine how you probably felt, you yeah. know, and, and all, your whole life, you know, your whole path and, you know, with your mom and your family supporting yeah. you. And with the supporters that you got now, it's, 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 it's special, it's man. Huge. And consistency, keep at it, man. It's, I, I'm ve yeah. it's very special to, to have met Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Uh, you I'm well, excited man. for the... Uh, the, for the concert, tape, yeah, concert and everything. let's continue to work, man. For of real, course, for man, of course, man. Uh, this is the first one of many. I really, I really do hope that you that you can that you continue to grow. Thank and you, and you continue to con be humble because I, of course, I, and continue to put that man up upstairs, you sure, know, always, ahead of you always. because he's gonna continue to lead you and uh, got me down where and I thank you again, man. Thank you again for being on Cello Views. Uh, yeah, man. Again, Lil, thank you for thank having you so me, much. man. I appreciate it, bro. It's a pleasure. Right. Hey, anyone in the DMV area? who does make music, come to Soundspace, man. I promise Leo is able to turn your, your artistic dreams into reality, into, into something that... He took my music to a level that I would not be here if it wasn't for Leo, if it wasn't for Soundspace. So shout out Soundspace, any and everyone making music in this area. Hit up uh, Soundspace. They got a website, a dope-ass website created by the man over there. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate you for having me, bro. It was a pleasure talking with you, man. Nah, man, pleasure was mine. And uh, with that being said, Set of views off the air. Let's go.